Good morning. My name is Alicia Cluche Parcels, and I am in service here as the director of the teen program. And um, myself and Daniel, who's uh, my co-facilitator, uh, will be speaking to you today. But what we're going to do first, if it's your first time here, is we're going to go into 30 seconds of silence. I'm going to sound the gong. And that's just to get us centered and grounded. And then I'm going to lead us in an affirmative prayer. So that's how we're going to start off this morning. So what I know to be true in this moment as I ground myself and I speak in first person and I allow these words to be your words if they feel like they fit and if not, allow them to just wash over you. But what I know is that there's one power, one presence, one divine creative intelligence that moves in as and through me and all things. I see it in myself and I see it when I make eye contact with another and I feel it when I'm in nature and I know that it is in every atom and molecule and that this energy is what carries me through this life and so I move into a place of co-creation with this energy with the universe And today, I create an experience for myself that is one of love, that is one of peace and joy, where I am showing up fully as my authentic self. I open my heart in this moment, and I allow it to be a channel for the divine energy. I allow my words to be guided. I allow my interactions to be supported as I surrender my ego and my attachments and my stories and instead I stand in what I know to be true, my authentic self. And I live and I move from that place so that when I am moving about in this life, I make this world a better place and I live and I speak my truth. And I know that I have gifts to share and talents to offer and that as each of us go out and live from this place in ourselves, this world transforms. And so today on this Sunday morning as we gather here and the energy that is created when people gather together, we are able to transform ourselves and make that shift into a higher vibration, a higher frequency. And I give thanks for this knowing and for this divine guidance and truth. 
And I release this into the universe knowing it is already so, knowing that the transformation is already happening, it has happened. I let go and let God. And together we say, and so it is. Hmm. So I've been coming to the center technically since I was a baby, um, but I started coming actively when I was 15. And um, I walked through those doors and immediately felt at home when I saw and participated in that opening mantra of who we are as a community. So blessing all spiritual teachers and all spiritual teachings, that resonated with me to my core, and I thought, this is home. This, get, this is, I can get on board with that. I don't have to be against anything. I can be for things. I can be for the spiritual journey. And so that started when I was 15, and I joined the teen program. And I loved it so much that after I graduated out of the teen program, I took a break after a year of advising, and I came back, and now I'm leading the program because that is transforming lives for me. And when I ask myself, how do I want to transform lives? That is what resonated for me. So when Laura and Patrick asked us to come and speak today uh, with the youth on transforming lives, um, I asked myself that question. Um, and so I started with, well, why? Why, do, why transform lives? Why, why is that our community's um, mantra here, our mission is to transform lives. That's what we've settled on this year. And I think it goes deeper than that. I don't think it's just this community. I think it's us as humans. I think that that's what we're here to do. Um, but not just transforming others' lives, but starting here with this one, starting with us. And I think that we're here to explore ourselves. I think it's, it's a discovery process. You know, we don't come here with the answers, we, or we come here to rediscover the answers, uh, to rediscover what's already there within us. And so how do we do that? And where do we begin? And it starts with connecting with that part in ourselves. How can we live and move from that place if, if we've, we don't know how to connect to that? And so I think that the first step is learning how to connect with our authentic selves. You know, not everybody's taught how to do that as a kid. I, I, don't, I didn't think that I was. I know as a child and then as an adolescence, I really struggled with that. My experience was that I wanted to, I wanted to be what everybody else wanted from me. And so I got really good at, at either playing in the shadows, playing it safe, or... Um, reading people, figuring out what it was that they were looking for from me, and then figuring out how I could be that for them. And so I, I got really good at being the chameleon. And I didn't really consciously realize that I was doing that. And I, I believe that if somebody had you know, come up to me when I was 15 and said, I will give you a million dollars to be authentic, to be true to yourself, I believe I wouldn't have been able to do that. I, I did not know how to connect to that part in myself. I didn't have that answer. I didn't even know where to begin. So how could I just be authentic? And it was when I joined teen group, we started asking all these questions and starting all these conversations and, and doing all these 
workshops that got me asking these questions of myself and I had to start thinking about the answers and and they weren't giving me the answers and that was the thing I was used to to people you know like there's a there's a right answer and there's a wrong answer there was no wrong answer so I had to figure out I had to go within and figure out what was true for me and that's a that's a process and it got me to a place where I started to practice the practices and asked myself the questions and, and started to get familiar. Um, one instruction that I learned um, in, a, in a program that I was in that changed everything for me, it was, it was the, the building block for me. Accept yourself as you are in this moment. Let how you are right now be okay. That was powerful for me. That was a practice that allowed me to come back, to let go of the stories, to let go of the ideas of how should I be doing right now? What should this look like? What should I be saying? How should I be expressing this? How should I be right now? I could let all of that go. And I could just connect with what was really going on right now. And you know, it, it kind of forced that. It forced me to connect and it started with my body. You know, Where am I feeling this? How am I feeling? What feelings are going through me right now? And what's my state? Where am I at? And then I allowed it. It was this giving myself permission. You know, I think a lot of us need to practice giving ourselves permission to allow ourselves to just be as we are. I'm actually going to do that with you right now. I'm going to offer you to, if you feel called to, close your eyes for a moment and just ground yourself and practice. Accept yourself as you are in this moment. Let how you are right now be okay. Just notice what's going on and allow it. You know, what you resist persists as we teach here. Hmm. Open your eyes if you haven't already. So once we connect and ground into our authentic selves, I think that's the first step is just, how am I doing right now? And then, you know, there's work to be done. There are layers of figuring out how to connect. But once we find that way to ground ourselves, then we can live and move from this place of connection. And being that authentic, aligned self is an inspiration to others. When we speak our truth, I believe it gives others around us permission to speak their truth. So the first step, connecting with ourselves, discovering what it is that resonates for this one. So that might, it's different for everybody. And so just allowing yourself the exploration process. I think that, uh, you know, the teens, a lot of what we discuss is the things that come up are, I don't know what I want to do with the rest of my life and I feel like I'm supposed to have this all figured out. It's a discovery process, and to allow yourself to explore every single day. You know, even if you've figured out what you're doing, even if you found your passion, doesn't mean that there's something new within yourself to explore every day that you wake up. And just allowing yourself and giving yourself permission, giving yourself permission to not have the answers and to explore that. And so when we figure out what resonates with this one, it allows us to raise our energy, it brings us into that higher vibration because now we're doing something that we feel in alignment with, we, our soul feels called to. And 
that means that our light shines brighter. And when our lights shine brighter, we can see them from further away. We can reach more people. Our light shines further. There's a farther upreach, outreach. So we move from this inner exploration. You know, I'm transforming my life by connecting with myself and getting grounded and, and finding out what this one feels called to do or what this one feels joyful doing. And it moves into an outer expanding because this is a global thing. We're, we're here for ourselves, but we're also here to raise the frequency and the, the evolution of the consciousness of the planet. You know, and if, if, if one of us, if there's one person and, and if we're just here to evolve ourselves, then it's lonely. We're here as one big group, one family. So that connecting to the authentic self. And then the second part of that is open-hearted living. And so for me, I think that if, you're, if you are living your most authentic self, if you are being your most vibrant version of yourself that you can be in that moment, your heart is probably open. You're probably living from an open heart place, right? Um, this can get tricky, you know, living in an open heart space because we're surrounded by people and situations and things that trigger us. You know, maybe driving here, you got cut off by somebody and it triggered you. Or, you know, at work, maybe there's that one person that just has that unique ability to get under your skin. And we're surrounded by things that can, you know, make us feel anxious, public speaking. Um, um, and so, it becomes a practice. And this is why things like the Q process, which is something that we're doing here at the center, working with our shadows and our triggers, is so important because it brings that stuff into the light. You know, new thought has this tendency to, to try to, you know, it's all about being positive and happy and that's how you create the great things in your life and sweep it under the rug and ignore the negative. It's not about ignoring the negative, it's about acknowledging it and bringing it into the light so that it can be healed and transformed. But you just don't want to stay there. You don't want to live in that space because you can stew in it and become this, it can become this spiral process. And so it's about not ignoring and avoiding the negative, which you know I certainly have the tendency to do, but to allow it and to acknowledge it, to accept it as it is. I'm feeling anxious right now, that's okay. I'm feeling angry right now, that's okay. Accepting it and acknowledging it. And when we are able to live not at the effect of our triggers, when we can be open and still be triggered, that's when we are empowered to show up as who we came here to be, our highest version of ourselves. So I'm gonna invite you to do another little experiment with me. Close your eyes again. Choose to be closed. Think of a time maybe where you were shut down or closed off, triggered, upset. Make the choice right now to shut down your heart, to close it off, maybe picture a wall. Do whatever you need to do, but choose to be closed. Just notice how that feels. Notice what happens in your body, emotionally, energetically. All right, take a deep cleansing breath, let that go.
<sighs> okay. With your eyes still closed, choose to be open. I think of a time when you felt such bliss or love or joy where your heart felt wide open. Notice how that feels. How does it show up in your physical, your emotional, and your energetic body? Okay, now open your eyes. Turn to somebody close to you and share with them what the experience, what did you notice being open and then being closed? Go ahead. Even if you don't know them. Good. I like to get people engaged a little bit. It's not just me standing up here. You're here too for an experience. So, who preferred being open? <laughs> just curious. So, it's a practice. You know, it's easy enough to say, okay, practice being open, practice being closed because we're sitting here in this lovely spiritual place it's easy to to tap into that being open but you know in life there it's more challenging and that's why it's a practice you know practice makes progress it's not about committing to it and then doing it forever it's you know it's you take it and if you mess up accept yourself as you are that's okay but opening your heart to whatever's showing up whether you label it good or bad, is a life-transforming experience. It's a life-transforming practice. Um, I do want to make an important distinction here because it's one that has come up a lot in my life. Um, having an open heart is not the same thing as having no boundaries. So having an open heart doesn't mean that you always say yes. It doesn't mean that you allow people to violate agreements or boundaries that you've set. It doesn't mean that you have to agree with everything that's brought to you. You can have an open heart and set clear boundaries. You can have an open heart and speak lovingly and say no. But can you have an open heart in the middle of an uncomfortable situation or a nerve-wracking situation? Uh, can you disagree with another and still be open, have compassion and understanding for yourself and this one as well, and that one? And my other point is that it's, it's about choice. You know, I think that we go through life um, kind of at the effect of it. So when something good happens, we're open, and when something bad happens, we feel closed and we shut down. And it's the subconscious, we, we kind of just let the pattern happen. But it's actually a choice. We have a choice to be open or closed. And if you're in a situation where you feel that it is best for you to be closed, then close. That's not bad. It's not wrong to close. It's just that you don't want to be living at the effect of these patterns. You want to be empowered in your choices. And so choosing to be open or closed, that is the key, is, is that you're at choice. It's a conscious choice. And so it takes time to make something like that a conscious practice in life. 
And this is how we transform lives, I believe. Um, practicing openness and connecting with our inner highest selves. And this is something that we do at Teen Group uh, through workshops and through discussions and conversations. And it's how I started to practice and start my journey in this life. And I can tell you there's no way, not, not a way in the, any universe that I'd be standing up here and not crying right now, <laughs> public speaking, if it hadn't been for these practices and for the safe and loving space of teen group. So I'm going to bring the teens up because I'd like you to hear from them. And this month, what we asked them was, how does it transform your life when you found a space that you could show up as the fullest, most authentic version of yourself? And when you shine your light, what effect do you see that it has on the world? So I'm going to invite them to come up and share their responses to that. That would be a great idea. Love it. Oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm Gans. Um, I've been going to Teen Group for two years now. Um, I'm 14. <laughs> Um, what I, uh, well, um, I haven't really found a space because I just don't care about people's opinions most times. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah. <laughs> Um, people are happy sometimes when, <laughs> I guess, um, yeah, sure. Okay. Good job, Gans. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, my name's Mackenzie. I'm also 14. I've been going to teen group for about a year now. Uh, I think that when I finally, like, when as soon as you walk in the door to teen group, it's like, or even just in the center in general, it's like, immediately you just feel like, I feel comfortable and happy, at ease, everything. Um, before I came to teen group, I kind of cared what other people thought more, unlike Gans. Uh, and now I'm more like Gans, where I don't. Uh, <laughs> Except for, like, my mom, you know, because I probably should care what she thinks about me. But, because it's one thing to be like, oh, I don't care what anybody thinks about me. But it's another thing to actually mean it. And now I actually mean it in a way where if somebody's unhappy with something that I'm doing, that's just their reaction. And I'm not going to not be myself because of them. And that's teen group. That's the reason, is because of teen group. Because... I don't know. Over the year that I've been here, it's just more like, why does it matter what anybody else thinks? I have to be happy for myself first. And it's when you shine your light, it makes other people do it, and they make other people do it, so it's pretty much a chain reaction. Yep. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, 
I'm Ayanna, um, I'm 18, and I've been coming to the teen group for about five, six years. Um, I, before I came to the teen group, I was in like a bad like place, like where I was like kind of sad because of school, and um, I was friends with people who were kind of toxic and weren't good for me. Um, and I wasn't open to meeting new people because I was kind of antisocial and scared of talking to people, and I thought I irritated everyone. <laughs> and so when I came to teen group, I, uh, well, it was like really, it was a very strong um, and like intense experience. The first thing uh, we did that I can really remember was a super awesome hugging meditation, which you guys will do today. Um, but I remember first doing it and then crying and like not knowing why, because it was so intense and so much like unconditional love from people that I didn't know. And so that was intense and I had to leave, but then I came back and I kept coming back to the teen group. And I realized that it didn't, it, it, me crying wasn't a bad thing. It was just me releasing all the negative feelings that I'd been having for like years. And then I carried that on to, into other aspects of my life. Um, I like met new people, so I wasn't around the toxic people anymore. I just decided to cut them out and find new people that were more compatible with who I was and who I could uh, be myself around. And I wouldn't be up here <laughs> public speaking <laughs> If, I, if it wasn't for the teen group, even if, if, even if I'm not good at it, that's fine. I'm still up here, so that's good. <laughs> but, <laughs> thank you. But yeah, so um, the, I try to spread my light, my authentic self, um, to make people happy because I'm happy with myself. And by doing that, they feel more comfortable being themselves. And I've seen that reaction in people where like they're closed off and then we talk and then they're like a different person because they realize that they're safe with me. I just, I accept them and they accept me. And I think that's beautiful. And I think that like by uh, finding safe spaces for yourself, like you can uh, do that and be that for people, so. Hello, my name is Graham. I'm 14. I've been going to teen group for about a year, almost. And teen group has helped me be a more authentic me. And it's like, it's good to be who you want, not what other people want. And so that's helped me be more authentic. And how, if I shine my light, how that helps the world is I think that it helps other people shine their light and it makes me happy to make other people happy and also makes them happy. So it helps like cause a chain reaction, like a ripple and it gets bigger. So if I do that, it can change the world. So, yes. I'm Mara. I'm 16. I've been going to teen group for about three years now. And finding a space where I can authentically be myself and not be judged for that has really um, turned my world around. It's helped me to be a lot a lot happier and a lot less anxious about the things I have to deal with in my daily life. And shining my light in, into the world, um, it makes me feel at peace. And 
it inspires others. I have a card that I was given from a classmate um, who watched me grow up through junior high and elementary school who um, was inspired herself by watching me grow up and be as authentic as I could while I was being surrounded by some not-so-nice people, and that really encourages me to keep doing that and inspire other people. Good morning, my name is Alex, and this is my speech. It's not long, <laughs> don't worry. When I started to attend teen group, I was really scared, and I was, I was not very sure I understood the idea of spiritual living. Once I attended the teen group, I was probably the quietest in the room. I acted really different than my true self. After my third time attending, I realized that everyone is very accepting, but by my fourth time attending, it was a lot easier to be my true self. I know I am a lot more relaxed and I have expanded my horizon on acceptance. There is really no wrong way to think and I'd just like to thank everybody in the team group for helping me expand my mind. Can we just show some more love for them? You, know, you talk about transforming lives, and um, I gotta say that, that these group of people in the front row have been one of the biggest contributors to my personal transformation. And um, you know, I, uh, it fires me up and it brings me out every week to be with them and do what I can to, um, to help see them go. Uh, I'm going to be brutally honest with you guys. I'm kind of still half asleep. I'm on my third cup of coffee. Um, if it wasn't for this lovely lady, I probably would have slept through all my alarms. So um, thank you. <laughs> but um, for those of you who don't know me, my name is Daniel. I'm 22 years old. Um, I was uh, brought to the center by my father, Steve. Um, for the first time, actually, about uh, a year ago, a year and a half ago, at the candlelight service last Christmas, um, I didn't really understand it, to be honest with you. And I'm sure that some of you felt the exact same way walking into this space. Um, but you were brought back for a reason. You were brought back because you felt safe. You felt comfortable. You felt like this was an environment that allowed you to grow, to transform, to be your true self. And um, transformation is, is a pretty powerful thing when you think about it. It's something that um, it has many different ways that you can go into it. You can transform positively, you can transform negatively. There can be events in your life that shadow both sides. But at the end of the day, no matter if it's a transformation within yourself or something that you do to help somebody else transform, you're creating an impact bigger than you. So something um, that sticks with me every single day, um, my father told me growing up that um, we are all put onto this earth to serve. Um, something that I was told, something that was in the back of my head, and if any of you have 
heard me talk before, have me on social media, you'll know that one of the biggest things that I talk about now is awareness. Because you can know something for your entire life, but until you become aware of it, it means absolutely nothing. You cannot transform into a new space without becoming aware of the information that you have in front of you. So I, I truly believe that we're called to fulfill a purpose. You know, uh, we can find and develop by taking time understanding you know, what brings us joy and what brings the people around us joy. Um, I kind of wanted to touch on this quick, just to kind of uh, give you guys a background, but um, four years ago, if you would have seen me anywhere, <laughs> you would not have looked at me the same. Um, I was a piece of work. <laughs> we'll, we'll put it at that. I was a piece of work. Um, and um, it was through a lot, a lot of lessons. Like, I, I grew up in an amazing household. Um, this man is, is to thank for, for where I've come and where I've been, my mom, my brothers. Um, but I just took the wrong path every single time, every single time, every single time. And I put myself into situations that jeopardized my existence, jeopardized my, my freedom in this world. And um, I'm thankful that everything worked out in my favor and I can still be here to stand with you guys and I've been able to grow through that and I've been able to transform through that. Um, and in doing so, I guess the biggest thing was, you know, we, we take on different forms of transformation. My mistake can be your transformation. You know, my positive reflection can be your transformation. It doesn't always have to be positive. And that's the beautiful thing about this. Because when I look at myself and why I'm so called to, to spend time with these guys and, 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 and give as much time as I can back, it's because I don't want any single one of them to go through the same things that I did. I want them to know that outside of family, outside of friends, there's another group of people that understand them and are there to point them in the right direction. Um, and that's something that, that I think we all need and that we're all looking for. I mean, you're here on a Sunday. You're taking your time because you've, you're, you're learning, you're growing, and you're developing with people around you. I've, um, I've had the, the opportunity to assist in transformation of young lives over the last two years and, and my peers throughout um, different sources. I was actually called, um, believe it or not, like, okay, I know all you guys have social media, but who's actually like, like developed or used Instagram or Facebook or anything like that and met somebody that you've never even met in person before, but now you guys are friends, right? There, I got a couple in the front row. I had this lady reach out to me on Instagram about a year ago and I was doing nothing on social media at the time, but she's like, hey, you look like somebody that uh, has gone through a bit and could go ahead and, and reflect that. How would you like to come speak at an event that I'm holding for mental illness uh, in September in Michigan? And I was like, wow, like this, like, this fits the bill, like nothing else. Like my, my struggle through that um, um, was, was phenomenal. What I was able to come from and go into was crazy, but I flew out to Michigan knowing nothing. Um, I'm 100% a procrastinator. Um, so what you're looking at, if you were to look at my phone right now, it's point form because I operate off of the top of my head and that's, that's just how I go. Um, I had to present a 30 minute speech um, and I had a piece of paper copied three times, essentially, just so that I showed up <laughs> with something so that they were looking at me. And then I got told, as soon as I got to the event, that he's like, oh no, I trust you enough, just, just go off the top of your head. And I was like, 
okay, I just, I just spent 12 hours on a flight losing my mind because I thought that I was going to show up empty-handed. But it was the most empowering thing. Like, you know, no need to, to say that I almost died in this very suit and 40-degree weather outside in a football stadium for six hours. But um, <laughs> that was rough, and then the event coordinators didn't show up, so we had to set up the entire thing. So by the time I got out of there, I was heat-stroked, and I was passed out on the grass. But I got to, to, to stand in front of 200 young kids under the age of 18 years old that had been going through the exact same things that I had gone through. Depression, anxiety, um, substance abuse, whatever it was, lost somebody from um, taking their lives. Like, I, I got to, to, to stand up and share my story. And the most powerful thing about it is when you dig down, like, into your heart, when you can understand that you bring your authentic self wherever you go, you are going to get no's. There are people that are not going to like you for who you are. And, and that is part of life. But who you are going to impact, who you are going to impact with that, with being your authentic self, that's the game changer. Because that one life that you impacted could go out and impact three. And that other life could go impact one who impacts six, right? Like it's going to work itself through. And you need to, you need to show up every single day with a smile on your face. And even if it's not a smile on your face, like even if you are having the worst day of your life, you show up and you tell somebody. <laughs> you tell somebody that you're going through something right now. And that's, I find so much power in that. You know, we start off our, our teen groups, uh, and thank you for Alicia for, for having this set up over the years and following through with it, but I love it because it doesn't matter if all these people are in the room every single time, name, age, like we, we say the same things over and over again, but how we end this little question survey that we do is, what was the highlight of your week and what was the low light of your week? And that sets the room because then you know where each person's coming from. You understand that, okay, you know what, let's, Let's listen a little bit more closely. Like, let's not just hear, okay? Because you can, you can hear what somebody's saying, but until you're listening, again, that goes right back to awareness. Until you truly listen to what somebody's saying, you can't understand where you're coming from. Right? You can't properly project yourself onto them or take in what they're doing to grow from this. And I think that's a beautiful thing because, I mean, I'm getting to know these little guys more and more, and I love it. Seriously, like, you guys are in my thoughts all the time. And uh, I just I have a lot of love for all of you. Something that I'm really, uh, really impressed about as well is, you know, as a community with the center, we're presented with opportunities to transform our lives and those around us. But above all, to create an impact, we must be first willing to develop ourselves. Um, I wasn't going to say this, but um, wait, I'll wait for the punchline in a second. We have, we have so many tools at our fingertips to develop ourselves. We have so many opportunities in this space right here with these group of amazing people to grow. You've got the spirit groups. For the young ones, it was the teen groups. You've got the queue process. Do the queue, right? So seriously, like this stuff works. Like You need to be able to work through what's creating blockages in your head because if you're constantly showing up with resistance, with resistance, with resistance, you're either doing one of two things. You're hitting the wrong wall, or you need to find a way to sharpen your tools to get through it, right? So that's, that's what we're working towards. I mean, 
How many of you have, have seen significant growth in your life by a show of hands through the center and through what we've been able to do? That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. Right? And let's take a, a, a step back. Like, hold on, I lost my point. <laughs> take a second. I'm going to drop into a quick, quick moment with you guys and just close your eyes if you wish, and take a moment to breathe and reflect, and with your eyes still being closed, by a show of hands, who has felt like they've contributed to the transformation of somebody's life in one way, shape, or form? I'm going to go ahead and say that that's amazing, but everybody's hand should be up. Transformation exists with and without our knowing. With and without our knowing. We could purposely act on a situation to create transformation within somebody or something as little as holding the door and saying good morning to somebody could be the game changer in their life. That's pretty crazy. Alicia, how much time do I have left? Okay, for sure. So, uh, open your eyes back up, but I'm gonna end with this. You know, Understand that you're powerful. You are strong, you are beautiful, you are grace. And do everything that you can to wake into your day knowing that you have the ability to inspire and transform and truly become the change you wish to see in this world. It could be the person you are now, it could be the person you were yesterday, it could be a reflection of the person you are in the past, but everything and anything that you do creates transformation. Thank you so much for your time. I'm back. Hi. Um, so I mentioned before um, that you guys are going to be doing uh, the super awesome hugging meditation. So we're going to start that now. Um, I invite you guys to stand up. Find a space. Uh, well, yeah, actually, find a person. Find a partner. That's probably better. <laughs> yeah, and they're, they're going to demonstrate. So find a partner once everyone's found a partner. Uh, okay. So the way that this works is you're going to take your partner and you're going to hold their hands. Oh, yeah. If you don't have a partner, come up here. All right, everyone's good? Yeah, okay. Uh, so you're gonna take your partner's hands. Uh, they'll demonstrate, I have to hold the mic. Um, and you're gonna look into their eyes and you're gonna breathe three long breaths while looking into their eyes. And then you're gonna take your right hand and put it over their heart and their right hand over your heart. So, if you, if you need a demonstration, Mara and Alicia are doing it. And you're gonna look into their eyes again, and you're gonna take three long breaths. And then you're gonna take, okay, well, you're gonna move your head to the right and hug them heart to heart. So your hearts are touching. And you're gonna take three long breaths. 
a quick squeeze and then say namaste and then find a different partner. So we're going to do that twice. So, okay, yeah, one more, one more time. So find a different partner. Is there anyone without a partner? Put your hands up. Everyone's good? Oh, someone's, someone doesn't have a partner. Ah, okay, cool. Awesome. All right. And so just do that process one more time. Does anyone need me to explain it again? Okay. So (laughs) you're going to hold their hands, look into their eyes, three long breaths. put your right hand over their heart and their right hand over your heart and look into their eyes in three long breaths. And then you're going to hug heart to heart. So your head is going to the right and you're going to give three long breaths and then give them a quick squeeze and then bow and say namaste. And then once you're done, you can go back to your seats. So that's a love activity that we do at Teen Group that helps us to drop into our authentic self and to connect in a real way, in a vulnerable way with um, each other. So we're running out of time here, so I'm going to do it real quick. We're going to move into the offering. Can I get... Um, my ushers to take their places, please. Excellent. Baskets on the sides. So this is the part where we pass the basket. If you feel so called to contribute financially, then wonderful. And if not, contribute, you know, your love and, and your energy. All right. So just know with me in this moment... I dwell in infinite abundance. The abundance of the universe is my infinite source. Good comes to me through unexpected and unlimited avenues, and I know that I am supported in everything that I am and everything that I desire to be. I now open my mind to receive my good. Nothing is too good to be true. Nothing is too wonderful to have happen. And in this moment and every moment, I give freely and fearlessly into life, and life gives back to me with magnificent increase. Blessings come in expected and unexpected ways, and I give with deep gratitude, and so it is.